This is episode 73 of Parenting with the Focused Mindset. Let's talk about kindness. How can we develop it both in ourselves and in our children? And why is it so important that we learn that skill? You're listening to the right episode because I've created a ton of free resources about how to do just that, and I'm offering them to you. You can go to my website, thefocusedmindset.com, and check it out, or I'll leave a link in the show notes as well. Before we get started, I want to officially welcome you if you're new to this show. This show discusses how we can have a solution-focused approach to our life to help us in our family, in our workplace, with the children that we work with. We're happy to have you. So let's talk about this very important subject of kindness. Hello, welcome to the podcast. I am so glad that you're joining me here today. Every week, I put out solution-focused, family-oriented content just for you. If you haven't already, take a minute to follow, subscribe, or download so you don't miss any of the future content that I'm going to put out right here. Apple has a new way to follow, and it's up in the right-hand corner. There's a drop-down. And then, when you do that, this show will be in your library. It'll be right there. When there's a new one, my little icon will pop right up to the top. Today, we're going to talk about kindness. We're going to talk about how we can instill that value in our children's lives and how we can walk forward each day with kindness in our own heart and showing kindness to others. The question I have is, can kindness even be taught to our kids? Is it possible to teach that value? And if so, What difference does that make in the life of our child when they learn the skill of kindness? But first, let's do a quick five check. I haven't done that with you in a while. And most of you are aware that each and every morning I check my vibe and I encourage you to do the same thing because we choose our mindset as we walk forward. We choose the kind of person we're going to be, not only in the workplace, but also in our home and with our kids. If we're grumpy, we've chosen to put on that grumpy face. We've chosen to embrace that grumpiness. But if we are choosing to be uh, loving, caring, joyful, That's our choice as well. But how can we walk there unless we check our vibe? And my acronym for vibe is, in case you have forgotten, V stands for values, I stands for interested, B, bold, and E, enjoy. If we have each of those four attributes in our life, it's so much easier to be able to be our best self. Now, I am going to share with you what I wrote down in my journal this morning when I did my vibe check. And when I do this, how about you do your own vibe check and think about your own way that you're going to apply this in your life. This morning, my V, my values for the day, I wrote down that I want to value being calm and thoughtful, that I want to watch my words, be kind and have low stress. What did I write down for I? Let me see. For interested, I wrote down, learn something new about my daughter, Bella, and notice what she needs. 
that's been really fun because she has told me so many stories about school. She's about to go back into eighth grade uh, in just a few days. Her very first day will happen, and I can tell her friends are on her mind. And just by listening and being interested, I've learned so much. I'm so glad that I wrote that down this morning, and I've on purpose chose to be interested in her and to look at what she needs for the upcoming year. What do you need to be interested about? Who do you need to listen to in order to find out more about where they're coming from today? B, I wrote down that I'm going to be bold enough to go against my first instinct when I get triggered. The days have been so full and busy lately. I don't know if it has been for you. Like I said, mine have been pretty intense. So that was an important thing for me personally to write down about being bold. And that is a form of being bold that I'm going to stand up against my own first instinct when I get triggered. And instead, I'm going to choose something helpful for myself. Is there any area in your life where you need to be bold? How about the E? E is for enjoy. And today I wrote down that I am going to have my best day moment each and every moment and be in the moment. And for me, I know what that means. It just means that I'm going to be able to stop even in this Uh, this busy weekday where there wasn't any amazing things going on and enjoy it. You know, that was easier to do a couple weeks ago when we were on vacation. We went to Zion and we hiked and we were just out in nature. And it was easy on that day to enjoy the moment. Like, oh, here I am in the middle of such beautiful surroundings, hiking with my family. But today I had work and chores and running around and that is the day when I need to focus on enjoying each and every moment. So that was my vibe check. What was yours? It doesn't matter what you chose. It matters that you stick to it and you choose that each and every moment that you're not just letting life happen to you. You're checking your vibe and you're being your best self. So let's go get into this area of kindness. Kindness is what I am focusing on in the very first month back to school. I am providing all kinds of information for my clients, for my students, for everyone around the area of kindness. Now, kindness also can uh, carries with it all kinds of other characters because when you're kind, you're also being considerate and loving and listening and all of those things. So it covers a whole bunch of things. The question is, how can we teach kindness? I've had it argued to me that, well, some people just are born with a little bit of a, a, a snarky personality. They're just not that kind. I've also heard people say, oh, kids are so mean. Well, kids can be mean. There's no doubt about that. But let's hold on just a minute and realize that it's our responsibility to teach character, to instill character values in our children. It's interesting that when we look at brain research, we're finding that the brain is always learning, always growing, always taking on new things, but it also takes in all the subconscious little things that are being said. And if we're always saying, oh, kids will be kids. Oh, they're always mean. Oh, that's just the way that they are. Well, when your child hears that, that gives them an excuse to practice yucky behavior. So we need to step up and say, you know what? We can help our children 
in the area of kindness. We can catch them and help them practice, no matter if they're a stubborn child, a loud child, whatever their personality is, they can put kindness into that. Now, of course, I say that because I know from personal experience. I'll tell you what, I'm a counselor and people say, oh, she's so nice, she's so kind, but people might not realize that that's something I need to work on. I have a very blunt and straightforward nature about myself. And sometimes I can say things that are just just hurtful and mean. And they just pop out of my mouth because I'm blunt. And then I have to kind of like backpedal or sometimes seriously, I don't even know that I did it. And then someone will be like, well, gee, that was harsh. So I know from personal experience that kindness can be something that's practiced because, and learned, I should say, because I have done it. Many times I've had to on purpose stop myself and say, in this moment, I'm going to choose kindness. What does that look like? You might be the type of person that automatically just spills kindness all over the place. Me, I need to work on it, but it does work. Now, the question is, how can we do this? How can we use a solution-focused approach to teach kindness? Well, I'm going to teach you one way that you can help yourself and your children develop the skill of kindness. We're going to combine mindfulness and the solution-focused approach to be able to adjust and fine-tune our thinking just ever so slightly Honestly, we can sing songs about kindness and play games about kindness and all of that stuff is helpful and fun. But if it's not in our mind at that right time, we're still going to spill out something mean. So the first thing we really need to start with is to get our mind in check and have a mindful moment. Recently, I wrote a lesson plan for all of the teachers in my school to be able to do just that. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to leave a link in the show notes where you can get this entire lesson plan. Any listener that's listening to this episode, you got it for free. I'm just going to leave that link. I'll call it Solution Focused Skill Building Lesson Kindness. And you can click right there and get the whole thing. You can use it with your family, use it with your kids. But today, what we're going to do is we are going to have a mindful moment together to focus on kindness. And this is going to launch off a, uh, an entire solution-focused skill-building lesson on kindness. I'm going to do this with you, and then you can do this with your kids. You can do this with your students, your clients, whoever you're with, to be able to help them adjust their mind. So right now, wherever you are, I want you to find a peaceful place where you can relax. If you're driving, do not close your eyes, but if you're able to, close your eyes. And then picture yourself in your kindest moment, when you're the most kind. Imagine yourself in that moment. Who are you with right now? Look at them in your imagination and fill your heart with gratitude that they're in your life. Smile as you breathe in and fill your lungs with air and slowly breathe out. Breathe in 
to four counts. One, two, three, four. Then hold your breath for three. One, two, three. And slowly let all of your breath out. Breathe in again and fill yourself with kind thoughts towards yourself, towards those around you, and towards life. Now, release your breath. See yourself being kind. What are you doing right now? Picture yourself being friendly, encouraging, supportive. You are responsible, respectful, and you set a good example. Rise above the darkness that leads you away from kindness. Move towards the light where you are your best self. Solution-focused and kind. Breathe in the kindness and let all of your breath out. Open your eyes and remember where you are and what you are meant to do. This mindful moment is designed to help you. I wrote it for you to be able to feel what it feels like to be kind. Do you realize that that's a solution-focused practice right there is to be able to allow yourself to visit a time when you were the most kind? You see, your mind has an amazing memory of the places and the things that you were, but we automatically gravitate towards the negative if we just let our mind go. There's a reason for that. It's because of the uligdala in our brain. That is the place in our brain that regulates our emotion and triggers us to let us know when there's danger. And it's designed to help us take care of ourselves. I mean, way back in uh, ancient times, I guess. <laughs> and it's designed to protect us, protect us from getting hurt, protect us from uh, walking into a dangerous situation. But sometimes it also puts us in a real negative place. We're looking for those negatives and we're looking for, oh, well, this might happen and this terrible thing might happen. It's been said that success is not automatic. It takes practice. Well, Kindness isn't automatic. It takes practice. So you can do this practice and you can also do this practice with your kids. Because mindful sits and mindfulness means that you are in the present moment and you're focusing on the thing that you want to focus on. You can have the best day ever, no matter what is going on in your day, because it's what you've chose to focus on deliberately and on purpose. And that's what I hope that mindful moment did for you. Did you feel a difference when you're breathing and getting all that oxygen into your brain and then you're thinking on the things that you need to be thinking about? It changes everything. It changes your entire perspective. But how can we stay in that moment? Well, that's when we go to step two and we create a preferred future. Ask what are the ways that I was kind in that moment and write it down. It becomes a cognitive activity. You're engaging the mind. You're engaging your thoughts. You're choosing to make plans that will develop the skill of kindness. That's why I call it the skill of kindness. See, 
many times I'll sit down and ask kids, what would you like to learn? What skill when it comes to the kind of person you are? Not math, not English. And many times when kids are honest with me, they're like, well, I need to be a little nicer. And I'll say, oh, that sounds like the skill of kindness. See, they need to work on that and be aware that it's something they can work on. So ask yourself, what was the ways I was being kind in that moment? And write it down. And ask what else? What's another thing? What's another thing? And then what would others notice about me on that day? On that perfect day when I'm kind, what do people notice? Write down all of those qualities and what difference did it make for you? Yes, it's an imaginary sit, but our mind doesn't know the difference when it comes to emotions. I recently heard a story about how flight simulators work so well, not only because it teaches the pilots to fly, but it's because they feel the same way that they would feel if they were up in the sky. And that's why it's effective for them. Our mind doesn't know the difference when we're in something like a flight simulator. Same thing happens when we watch a scary movie. I'm not one that easily is scared. I don't get scared of scary movies. I know that's odd. My husband thinks I'm a little crazy. Him, he's terrified of scary movies. Just sit and watch a scary movie with my husband and you will know that the mind does not know the difference between real danger and perceived danger when it's watching a movie like that. He is panicking. He is sweating. He wants to run away. He's not in danger. None of us are in real danger by watching a scary movie. A pilot learning to fly in a flight simulator is not in any danger of crashing a plane, but our mind doesn't know the difference. So when we have a mindful sit and we feel the feeling of being kind, our body is practicing the exact skill that we will use when we walk out into this world. So then when we take it to a cognitive level and ask questions like I just lined up, that is what's cementing that skill right in. And then step three, in order to learn the kindness skill, it takes practice. What can you do today? that will show kindness. This is when you make a commitment to yourself. What can you do today? What are you committed to? What affirmation sentence can you say to yourself throughout the day that will help you remember? If you are saying that I am going to show love to my husband or my significant other, then say that sentence to yourself in your mind regularly. I am going to have compassion when my child falls short of what they need to do. Say that sentence to yourself and then commit to doing that action. And then share this with somebody. The next part of solution building is who can you share this with so they can be your cheerleader, so they can hold you accountable. Who can you say, hey, you know what? I'm going to be working on the skill of kindness and uh, this is what I'm going to do. Are you going to be bold enough to do that? I hope so, because that is an important step to building the skill. We got to say it out loud. We got to write it down. We've got to make it real and tell our mind, hey, we mean business. We're not just thinking, oh, it'd be nice to show a little kindness now and then. We are going to practice it. Now, as you can imagine, you can use this exact same formula with any value that you want to put into your life in any particular day. I wrote down on mine to be calm, thoughtful. I can use the same practice with that. What sentence do I need to say that will help me be thoughtful? What do I need to do? All of these things 
are things that we can practice. Our mindset can be adjusted based on our own actions, based on our choices. And I want to encourage you to do that today. Now, one mistake people do when they do this mindful solution-focused practice is that they have grandiose ideas. Like I am going to 100% of the time be in a blissful state of happiness, smiling and singing melodies all day long. Don't be unrealistic. Of course, you're going to be triggered. Of course, you're going to have moments. But just what's one thing, one thing you can commit to throughout the day? Can you stop and double check and see where you're at? When you mess up, forgive yourself and choose to start again. So what difference does it make when we take the time and effort to teach our children kindness and they go out in the world with that skill? It's really important that we are aware of the benefits of kindness because time and time again, kids will come to me and say, I don't care. I'm just going to act however I want. I'm just going to do what's comfortable. If I mean, oh, well, the world just has to deal with it. We find that kids are in those selfish places too often. But let's be frank, many times we're in those places too, so we can identify with them. So we need to find some concrete reasons why kindness is going to help their life. We need to ask the questions to help them come up with really good reasons at how being kind is going to benefit them. What are some of those benefits? Now remember that Kids want to have power. They want to be able to feel like they're in control. It's not something that they uh, decided. It's just because they're human. They are going to be seeking after what kind of control can I have? If we want them to have the right kind of control, we need to help them be aware that by having kindness, they're going to attract people to them. They're going to have more friends. They're going to have people wanting to be around them. Maybe they're the kind of child that likes to be left alone. Well, you know what? By being kind, you're not going to stand out as much. You're going to be able to uh, have more alone time because you're going to have less time that people are focusing on you because they just see, oh, they're kind and let you go on your way. Maybe your child is the kind of person that just very much hates getting in trouble. And that's just the worst thing in the world. Most kids do hate getting in trouble, but maybe they really hate it. You could say, you know what? Just practicing kindness can avoid so many of those pitfalls. And then your teacher is happy with you. The people are happy with you. That motivates kids. So we need to make a list of the reasons why this will make a difference in your child's life to practice it. So when the temptation comes for them just to give up their skill, give up trying, who cares? They can say, wait a minute, I have a payoff at the end of this. Now it is nice from time to time to offer a young child a a payoff at the end of being kind. Maybe they have a reward at the end of the day or they're earning uh, points towards something that they really want. That's a good tangible thing, but we also don't want to miss the good feelings that they're going to have, the positive and rewarding feelings that are going to come from their effort to be kind. You also need to be aware of that for yourself. Say, what is this going to do for me? Is it going to cause more peace in my home? Is it going to help me to be able to uh, 
make more friends ourselves. There are a lot of really good reasons, and I want you to explore that as well, because that way you know the reason you're working towards kindness. You can be proud that you're also developing that within yourself. So it's almost time for me to get going and spend some quality time with my family. Like I said, be interested and learn some new things about my daughter before it's time for her to head to bed. What are you going to do today to help you be the best version of yourself? So before we go, if you want more information, you can always hop over to my website, thefocusedmindset.com. And like I already alluded, I'm going to leave in the show notes some special links for you. One thing I'm going to leave for you is a very special link for you to be able to get my entire solution focus lesson plan that I wrote that I just told you about. You can have it in writing and the entire mindfulness activity, as well as a guided practice with, um, with music in the background. All of that is yours for free for just listening to this podcast. So click the link below. And you can get that. I'm also going to include in an entire month's worth of kindness activities, social and emotional learning lessons, SEL, that you can put in practice wherever you'd like in your family, in your coaching, in your teaching. I'm going to make these each and every month available to the Focused Mindset community. It's going to be my gift to you. And this first one on kindness is packed with information you don't want to miss it. So hop over to the focusedmindset.com and you'll see right on the homepage a button where you can receive all of this information for free or just go down to the show notes and click the helpful link. And I hope you keep in the front of your mind today what your values are and that you remember to check your vibe and do what you can to be the best version of yourself. And until next time, keep in touch and take care.